Welcome to the Red Cedar Rundown, the number one MSU football and basketball fan podcast. On this week's episode, we put a cap on the disappointing football season and give you a recap of the PK-85 and look ahead to the upcoming games for the Michigan State basketball team. Send us your comments and questions, and we'll be sure to read them on the show. Clark? Gary? Well, Big goo up? What? 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 Uh, uh. We have a uh, special guest host this week, uh, Big Guac, a.k.a. Tim. Welcome to the RCR Studios. Boys, it's a pleasure. Happy to be here. An honor at that. Oh, wow. We appreciate that. Yeah. Welcome into the RCR studio. Great to have uh, another talking head and another opinion to bring to the mix. He's definitely got some takes, so I'm really excited to hear them. Yeah. Counter Clark's great takes. He knows ball. Uh, well, I mean, we'll get into that. Oh, are you the, talking about last week? Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. We're we talking about the two we, fouls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll talk about that when we get into basketball. Yeah, we'll get into the basketball. Let's start with football first. Let's put an end Thank God. to this season. End I know it. Clark's been looking forward to this for yeah. a couple weeks Man, now. Just done with it. Done? Done. I mean, dude, and also, like, when you go into a game against a team that, you know, stops the run well, and we're just going to run the ball 25 times for 25 yards, try and force it. I mean, what are we thinking? Not Dial sure. up another run, Jay. Dial it up. I mean, is that guy a dog's ass or what? We'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it. 25 carries. For 25 yards. I'm for on 25 yards. One yard a carry. Let's yes. just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Just a fitting end to, the, to a bad season. You yeah. Know? It was a dog shit season. Yeah. And the worst part is we had a chance, too, that I don't think that the score necessarily reflected how close the game was. I would know this in particular as I may have tossed a live bet on the boys and looked like we were thinking about covering and uh, maybe even a little money line popper as well. <laughs> and then Thorne had no ch- no decision but to uh, run away from pressure and then just throw a, a pop fly to whoever wanted to grab it. What was that? I mean, like, if that doesn't tell you everything right there and sum up the season, that Peyton Thorne drop back, and it was actually Marky Moad had texted me because he had Michigan State to win this giant parlay he had. The last thing was Michigan State to cover. Um, I think they ended up pushing in his back. Yeah, it was 19, right? Yeah. And that was, so that was the f- he goes, I think it's going to hit. I go, and I literally texted him back. I go, yeah, as long as Thorne doesn't, you know, fuck this up right here. And literally the next play that happened. And I go right on cue. There he is. There's our QB one. What was he even throwing the ball to? Throw the ball out of bounds. Give and, yourself another play. And my beef with Thorne, too, when you know he was the first uh, when he first became starting quarterback, I believe last year, and I think he started a couple games the year before. Is that it was the whole he's a coach's son, he's going to uh, make the right decisions. His decision making has been horrible this year. Horrible. Yeah, I agree. It's gotten worse. I mean, in, how about him just in the press? I think we talked about it last week when he said he thinks he's had a better season this year yeah. than he did last year. I mean, in what world? Twenty sir? twenty-four for forty-three, one touchdown, one interception. Yikes. Not great. No. Malik Carr, touchdown, shout out Malik Carr, 10 yeah, feet tall. That, that was a amazing catch by Malik Carr. And uh, for the year, he could probably have double those picks. I'm looking right now. He threw 11 picks this year. It could easily be 18 to 20. And, you know, half the time the ball's just uncatchable, so no one's getting it. Yeah. No, yeah, and how are you overthrowing a guy like Keon Coleman or even Malik Carr? The size of those guys. Like, how do you overthrow somebody like that? Yeah. Jaden Reed. Yeah, I mean – 
Keon Coleman continues to look like an absolute stud. He's a star. He's yeah. a first round pick. I mean, I'm, I'm convinced. There he is, of it. cementing it. Wow, first, convinced of it in the future. Well, yeah. the, the the problem is this. You know, he's going to have to he's going to have to have someone deliver him the ball next year. Is it going to be Hauser? Is it going to be Thorne? You know, I'm I'm not saying that Thorne can't be the starting quarterback. I mean, he's put good things on tape before, and I think that this team had a lot of problems with it, top to bottom. But uh, he he did not uh, really instill confidence this year. That's for sure. So you're not all the way out on Thorn. I'm not saying that he can't. I mean, what about Kim in that mix? Yeah. So to be honest with you, whenever I never really watched Kim play live, I'll be the first to admit. By the time that Kim was getting in, I was dialing out a couple of those games. Okay, <laughs> we're, talking, we're talking last drive, last you're two right. drives. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, so I know that his numbers look good on paper. But uh, but we're talking about the end of blowout games where he's getting in. So I'm not ruling him out. I mean, I watched his plays. He looks like he's got a good pocket presence and a strong arm, delivered some strikes. Um, but I definitely want to have an open QB competition for yes, next year. Yes, there has to be. Well, the difference between watching Kim, I mean, again, at garbage time, probably against second stringers, you're right. But he just the way he delivers the, the ball, yeah. well, the the delivery of the ball just, I mean, obviously it's a some, crisper pass. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't look like a. Well, I'll try to be PG, but I won't be a, a limp dick throw. Yeah, right? that's, it doesn't look like that. <laughs> well, yeah, and there are certain times where it calls to put a little air under the ball. I understand that, but like when you're throwing like out to like a screen pass, for instance, like the ball seems like it takes a year to get to the receiver we versus still, Kim's, who's we haven't been able to zip. complete screen passes for about a decade now, and I still can't wrap my mind around it. Seems yeah. like the easiest throw to make. Yep. I would love to know how many throws Thorne threw off the back foot this year. I mean, wh- how many times have you seen him step up and actually and actually deliver a Throw strike? A dart? Yeah, yeah very had- few. And that, that, that's like going back to what Gary was saying. Like in the limited time we did see of Noah Kim, he did throw darts mm-hmm. like most of the time. So yeah, I don't know what it was. Um, I know not having a good O line isn't great, but at the same time, the O line did seem to perform better as the year went on. Well, against worse competition, they well, they, I mean, they you excel. play who's ahead of you, Gary. There's nothing right. you can do about that. No, that's, I agree. What, that's what Michigan fans say, right? You can't do. You got to play who's ahead of you, right? Players don't set the schedule. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not like the running backs were uh, were going crazy either, and you know, making a lot of creating a lot of yards on their own or anything like that. I mean, so, I think that the running back play was okay, but yeah. I don't think that it was exemplary. And and I think we we're all hoping for a lot more. So did uh, Kenneth Walker make Peyton Thorne last year? It's tough to say. I mean, he was the best running back in college football. By a lot wide margin, yeah. Did he make Thorne and Tucker is really the question. Well, he made um, Tuck a lot of money. I yeah. can tell you that. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he is a cash cow, Kenneth Walker. Also, just want to touch on, not great with Jaden Reed. I mean, obviously he's leaving for the NFL, but not great with his fumbles in that game. I think no. he fumbled three times, lost two of them. fumbled three times? He lost two of them. Jesus. He, I think they got one of them back. You hate to see that as your uh, your last game for your team. Yeah. But he should get some better tape on the Senior Bowl, and I think that I think that Jaden Reed is still uh, will be drafted in the NFL draft, especially Absolutely. if he runs yeah. a good forty. No, he's I, not going to be a high I, pick, but like he's going to be probably a good be pick. like a nailer, like fifth rounder. I think, and probably. I think he'll get you know he'll be a backup wide receiver, like you know a fourth or fifth option on a team. But like I think he's a good return guy, so I really yeah. think he's got a, you know. He's special. A to, He's a special athlete, yeah. and I think yeah, he'll get a he'll get a crack at the NFL for sure. Um, also, want to give uh, a shout out to the defense in this game. I think obviously there was some lapses here in this game, but mm-hmm. I think they they really like held their own the majority of the game. I felt like the I don't know if you good. Got, yeah, I mean, I like, mean, we did give up 160 yards rushing, but they were on the field a lot too. I, I, yeah, I mean, like when you're I on mean, the field a lot, you're going to be exhausted. 
250 yards passing. That's like pretty is Amir solid. Speed graduating because I just can't watch him play cornerback for one more second. <laughs> yeah, he was such a disappointment. Dylan that, Tatum season. Please, yeah. It was nice to see him getting some PT though towards the end of the year, so he'll yeah. be ready to go next year. That's I think nice. I was grossly underestimating how much Jacob Slade added to the pass rush too. Yes. We missed him yeah. for those yeah. early games. I, I'll give Rose an apology. I don't ever like apologizing to Rose, but I will give him an apology because he did mention that you know Slade missing was a huge component, and I mean I definitely underestimated how good he was. Yeah, he, he's a beast, um, and that allows Simeon Barrow to be even better when Jacob Slade's on the field. Exactly. Uh, also, shout out to Cal Halliday, all Big Ten second team. That's shocking, but yes. I mean, he was a tackle machine, regardless yeah, I, of what you want to say. Yeah. Statistically, he, he did an upgrade, but yeah. yeah, he led the team in tackles. Inflated stats like a Russ Westbrook at linebacker, but sure, <laughs> whatever we want to call him. I mean, yeah, Cal Halliday, so he, you know, he'd be the best linebacker in the MAC. All right, no doubt in my mind. But he can't guard. He cannot cover anybody in coverage. Yeah. Like he is the slowest human being I've ever seen. I think Kel Halliday is a is a talented player when he's when he's uh, put in the right positions, as we saw with. I mean, I think he had was it sixteen or seventeen tackles. It was an outrageous amount. In the yeah, last he's game. been doing that. He had yeah. to have had over a hundred on the air, right? Yeah, well over. So, How did uh, Bryce Berenger not get first team punter? Criminal, drop the papers. The like, yeah, Paul, drop the papers, please, please. immediately. Um, I mean, honest to God, like, how does that happen? He's a finalist for the uh, Groza Award. Right, that's the punter, or is it the Ray Guy Award? Ray Guy, Ray, Guy. Ray Guy's punter, Groza's kicker. Sorry, apologies to both. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> he's gonna win that award. I mean, like he's the best punter. He's a punter king. He could even get drafted. Punters never he's get drafted. To, dude, yeah, he's number possible. one on Mel, Mel yeah. Kuyper's big board. He's gonna mm-hmm. get drafted. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Lions should not have done a long-term contract with their punter. Could have just drafted this guy. Yeah. So I, I, he'll, I get, he'll be off to bigger and better things. I guess the we have to say, what's the overall grade for special teams? Right. We have the worst field goal probably unit in the country and <laughs> the best Stone. punter in the country. Jack and, Stone out. And then we're kind of in the middle for uh, returns. Where are we at? How are we giving the special teams one season grade? Gary and Clark. I, because I think the negative is just so much worse than the positive. I'm gonna go with a C minus. Uh, yeah, I, I was gonna. To. I was gonna say they're gonna average out. In my opinion, you get an A and an F grade. I think that averages out to a C. Uh, I'm gonna go C minus. They're lucky I, I didn't go D plus. To be quite I mean, honest, the field goal unit was just. It was like I said they, before. I've I seen they freshman football units in high school run out and do a better job. They than finished that. strong though. Yeah, and then one of our kickers retired. Yeah, so back to square one. Well, we're still going to have Oh, do we Patton. have the Auburn kicker? Yeah, still? Patton. We'll still, still don't know his name. Sticking around. I uh, mean, how does one attempt four field goals in an entire season? Who did that? Jack Stone. He only had four field goal attempts this year? Yep. Do you go two for four? Two for four, including 51-yarder. 50, 51-yarder. 50, yeah, 51 he might be done with football is what I'm hearing. I, wow. don't, I don't know. So I, I'm, I was looking at the statistics on the Big Ten website. So did the, uh, did the Auburn kicker... Uh, attempt kicks and just not make any because there's no makes showing up right I now. Mean, that he I'm made he made kicks. a couple field goals. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. made like a forty yarder. I feel like like in a last game. week, right? Yeah, yeah. M- maybe Except for some he reason. missed the one that counted. Leave it to the Big Ten to you know not update statistics or do Mickey anything. Mouse website. I mean, yeah, what are we that, doing don't, here? don't be surprised yeah. by that. Yeah, Reprimand. You know, we can get into that if we need to, but you know, slap on the wrist, Mickey Mouse. You know, punishment, but whatever. Thoughts and prayers from my brain, and perhaps I just uh, I just removed all of the uh, field goal attempts from it. Oh, maybe yeah. for the better. Yeah, probably, probably for the best. best. Yeah, probably best not to look at those. No, um, never look at them again. If this kid's not going to get Delete. it done, either 
Like, just go find, go into the transfer portal and find the best kicker available, please. Seems like an embarrassment. Or just go drop a bag off to some high schooler that's a five-star kicker and just get him in. I don't care what needs to happen. It needs yep. to get done. Because how can you have the, just the polar opposite? Best punter. And we don't even know who our kicker is. I, well, so I can't say now, worst kicker. Now, now I'm even worried for next year now that uh, Behringer is going to be gone, who's going to be stepping into his shoes here and – Hopefully, might he had be an apprentice. Hopefully, we, there was an apprentice well, we that know, was in, you know, learning. We saw what happened when he got injured not too long ago. It was, uh, it was a disaster. Remember when Punter. Lombardi was punting for us? That's what I'm saying. It's a disaster. Wanted to die. <laughs> disaster. Wanted to die. Just bring me death. Yeah, but I agree with Tim. You know, we got to have an open QB competition. That's just uh, we can't go into the season just saying, "Well, Peyton Thorne, you're our starter." There's no yeah, way. No. no shot. So how are we feeling about the other – are we going to kind of do this as like uh, end-of-season review season sure. expectations I mean, for wow. next year? I mean, if you want to dictate the format here, we're oh, open sorry. for it. <laughs> no, Gary, by all means, I'm just a, I'm just a mere <laughs> guest here. Go ahead and lead as, as you will, sir. No, no. Um, yeah, I actually have a couple of mailbags. So I'll toss them in. It's mostly regarding coaching. Um, so maybe here as we, we review yeah. the coaching, let's but do that. Let's talk about coaching. I'd you love want to, to talk about coaching? You want I to transition? Would love to. Okay, yeah, let's do it. All right, I would love to. The first mailbag I have is coming in from Guy S out in Ferndale. Uh, he says Mel Tucker seems to be bad at just about everything required to be a successful college football coach. The only times he's coached a team to a winning record was on the back of Kenneth Walker. You guys have called for the firing of all three of his coordinators, which is pretty good indicator that there is a problem at the top yet i don't believe i've heard you say anything about tucker needing to be fired do you really believe he's earned the right to fix his mess or do you think this ridiculous contract makes him unfireable is guy s a michigan fan i would start off by asking that no no he's he's, he's a michigan state fan full, full on okay, michigan well, state most, fan. most michigan state fans don't call it a ridiculous contract that's usually michigan talk but i'm not going to sit here and tell you He's not going to get fired, so why would I sit here and start a conversation about an individual that's not on the chopping block right now and isn't going to get fired? Like That's just not going to happen. He needs time to at least get, I'd say, three or four full recruiting classes in, and if it doesn't get better, yeah, I'll be the first person to call for his head, but Mel's not calling the plays. Jay Johnson is, and they're unacceptable. So, yeah, I'm going to call for his head. I've already apologized to Scotty Hazleton, so we can take that back. <laughs> um, and I couldn't tell you who the special teams coordinator is, but I said last week, Want him gone? I'll stand by that. Yeah, but Mel, you have to give Mel time. No, and I sure, agree. Here's the thing: but the contract, people need to get over it, right? You need to move past it. The university's not paying for it; it's privately funded. Time to move on. Yeah, time to move on. Apologies for thinking you were a Michigan fan, guy. Ass apologies, but I, I'm not going to sit here and call for somebody's head. Who I he definitely needs to do a better job, right? Well, we all know I, that. I, I think, and I don't think he does anything well in game. I agree. Yeah, I think, I think he's that's terrible the, in game. I think that's the gripe, right? And I, need, like, I need him to be able to be the guy, then be the figurehead, right, of the program, be the guy that you know gets the recruits in because he does that well. But I need you to get an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, special teams coordinator that have the keys and they call the shots because you're clearly not capable of it. And I want your offensive coordinator to be the one that's responsible for calling timeouts in game and dealing with clock management. Well, I'm sorry, if he can't do it, then somebody else needs to. Well, I mean, I think he needs to learn or do better. Learn. Uh, Clark, you I know mean, I never talk about another man's job, of course. Of course. But if I were to talk about someone else's job, I'd say that Jay Johnson shouldn't be employed by Michigan State anymore. Correct. That's obvious. Yes. Okay. I think that Scotty Hazleton, you know, it's tough to say, right? Because Yeah, it's tough. What one could say, you know, he, he has a good body of work in the past, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we had... Uh, average to below average talent level for our defense, yeah. and maybe we under 
uh, we underestimated how much the loss of um, the uh, safety and then also Slade was early in the year. We lost him for yeah. half the year. Uh, Henderson, excuse yeah. me. Um, so I think that Scotty Hazleton, all in all, did a solid job for the season. I think we have to say that it was okay, right? He bounced back, yeah. He definitely did much better, and he had the boys dialed in at the end of the season. So with the talent that he had, I can't call for his head anymore, and I've already retracted that. So, Mel Tucker, we need a little bit more from him, uh, I, I, I think, in a, in a lot of different aspects. Uh, first off, most importantly, is getting. I, I think the most important thing for this team is – is getting talent in right and, yeah. and he's been doing an incredible job recruiting better than we've ever had uh, yeah. in michigan state history by far okay so uh as long as he's doing that i don't think that we can get too upset with him right but as far as the in-game management and just the overall uh preparedness level of the team how it looked from an outside looking in it looked quite poor this year right yes. yeah. a sloppy play right a lot of penalties a lot of confusion about what we're doing at the end of the game are we running the ball are we throwing the ball are we kicking a field goal i mean it seemed like there was there was just a lot going on there that was that did not look very polished yeah i agree um so the next question i mean it's we're kind of answering right now but mike k and south line just at, basically asked like who should we keep who should we retain and as far as coaches, I retain, and i think you've already uh, kind yeah, of i mean i would that. retain hazelton and tucker obviously but i would definitely be in the market for a new offensive coordinator and special teams coordinator yeah, no doubt for mind. sure. Yeah. Like you have but, to. I mean, uh, there is some question about continuity with this coaching staff in regards to recruiting. And, uh, you know, everyone. I mean, if Jay Johnson's talking, tied to Dante Moore. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard that being t- passed around this week. How is that, that the case? Like, how is it Jay be, Johnson that's tied to Dante Moore? That blows be, my mind. Because these these kids want to have you know they build relationships with these coordinators they want to have that continuity through their career and know that you know the guy that they've built this relationship is going to be there you know for the long haul if we I get dante f- jay stays just yeah they, of course i agree i mean and, and is that an uh yeah, I mean, I'm not, trade-off for you yeah of course it's a fair <laughs> trade-off for me that's a yeah. stupid question yeah, i know of course <laughs> Jake can stay. He just needs to do a better job. And we can give him a raise, too. Yeah, we can bump it up. <laughs> Maybe give him some of that 100K uh, bonus, huh? Yeah. We'll give you the 100K, Jay, if you get Dante. That, yeah. Maybe that's why Mel's withholding it, right? All is forgiven. Mean, yeah. It's, I'll it's, forget about everything that happened this year if he lands Dante more. And the wide receiver that's transferring from Oregon. I want yeah, both of them. Yeah. I'm not sure about that guy. I know he's a top recruit and he's tall, but I would, we have tons of wide receivers. Let's go ahead and beef up some other positions. I yeah, mean, no, you're right. I still we, do, think, we do need offensive yeah. linemen in more than anything. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously yeah, – we, right. fe- we couldn't even field an offensive line for the spring game this, really this year. It's insane so. how bad that offensive line is. It's, it's like watching the L.A. Rams. You know what yeah. else you don't like to see? I'm sure you guys saw uh, Mel Tucker's comments, oh, we can't even tackle, we're too hurt. It kind of sounded like a little bit of whining and excuses a little bit. Did you With see the, that? Yeah, the tackling, not tackling in practice and it's shit. Like, it's like, yeah. okay, it, it was that, a dog shit let's season. Let's talk okay? about that because that, that does go back to practice. And like like you mentioned, like in the situations at the end of the game, are we running? Are we passing? Are we kicking a field goal? How do you not know what you're doing in a two-minute drill? Yeah. How, are we not practicing that in practice? I have to believe that we are. But how are we not ready in every situation of every single game knowing what we're going to do? You should definitely be prepared. And it seems like we weren't whatsoever in any of those situations. Yeah. The good thing is that I think, and I and I think you guys would agree with me, Gary and Clark, that uh, if we continue to recruit at the clip that looks like we're going to this year, it's not going to matter for eighty percent of Big Ten games how polished we are, because we're going to have we're going to be fielding the more talented team against everyone except Michigan and Penn State and Ohio State, week in week out. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah. and I mean Penn State, it'd be a toss up, but yeah, Michigan and Ohio State definitely. There's a gap. 
while but and Michigan's made a gap now, whether we want to admit it or not, I'll admit it. They've made a gap between them and Ohio State now. I think that they've taken over the Big Ten at this point. It's become obvious to me that you know Ryan Day is not as he was good actually born on third. Yeah, it's not as good of an in-game coach, but it's still. Uh, and they're like a soft program. I, I want a bit of a soft program. I, I don't want to get into this discussion too much, but a hypothetical question for you guys: hmm. What would be the line if if crazy shit were to happen with TCU and USC, Ohio State sneaks in and Michigan is playing Ohio State again. I mean, it's probably unlikely. They'd probably slip oh, in God, at the nobody fourth. Nobody wants to see that. Um, I want to see Michigan play USC. I'd rather go blind. Yeah, to be honest, well, I agree. What would you say the line would be on that game? Just out of curiosity. And with Michigan, how, Ohio State on a neutral field? On a neutral field. I'd have to think it's 10 and a half for Michigan. I'd say Michigan minus 6.5. Gary, what do you think? I think it'd be much closer than you guys think actually it might be yeah it's all about balancing the money that's really all the line is but it's yeah ten and a half might have been a stretch sorry cj stroud is a player let's not i know that he's yeah another... i think i think there is a little overreaction with the result don't get me wrong michigan they hit the big plays they hit three you know three big plays to pretty put it much away. yeah yeah or four big plays right two yeah, shout two, out to the uh anti-semite donovan big, edwards yeah two big passes uh um, people just swept that under the rug yeah that behavior gets swept under the rug but no big deal reprimand i don't know i just he's gonna I, visit I the think, holocaust museum on a field trip gary it's no big deal i think there is a bit of overreaction with this game uh don't get me wrong i think michigan was clearly the better team in the game but i think it'd be a close game if they played again i want to talk about opinion. something really quick before we move on and that's the behavior of spartan twitter I'm not sure if you were dialed into Spartan Twitter post game. I mean, I try not to dial in too hard. I to try it. not to dial in at all after the performance this season. But unfortunately, some There's tweets some were brought to my attention. That's sad. Of one individual has been mentioned on this podcast before. It's the opposite of pepper. Mm. Salt. Mm. Friend of the pod. Friend, friend of, the of the pod. pod. On, friend of all. Friend of the pod. Friend of all on very thin ice right now, as oh, far as wow. I'm concerned. The chumminess with the Michigan fan base. It's gone to another level. Yeah, it's getting out of control. Mm. And I'm just going to say, like, it just seems like he's just a... As a... It's, it almost seems like he's... As a Spartan slash Buckeye, you would expect something else from him. I would not expect you whoring yourself out on the Twitter corner looking for likes. That's all I'm saying. Clark, it begs the question, are you wondering maybe if he's a fan of... Sports in the state of Michigan, potentially. Oh, Jesus, I hope not. Then. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, that would uh, be a that... fan of the state, if you will. No, I, I, you know, I would, you know, a fan of the state. I would like to say that maybe that's the case, which would be a very sad situation. But unfortunately, this is a man that's turned his back on the mitten and is a Denver Nuggets fan now. Cannot imagine that rooting for a poverty franchise that's never played in an NBA Finals. I mean, finals, are we but... talking bandwagon possibilities here? With, it, with all we're doing is asking questions. All we're bringing, we're always bringing asking to, yeah, questions. we're just throwing things out there. I mean, Salt's usually he's a... welcome on the pod whenever <laughs> he wants to, but you know, apparently. <laughs> He's made threats towards me. You understand this? Oh, I'm wow. talking about him on the podcast. Wow, wow. Oh, I could end your podcast because, you know, I have a following. Wow. Go ahead and do it then. I fucking <laughs> dare you. Wow. Make I, my day. I mean. Front Sol- of the pod. Front Sol- of the pod. Don't worry. You, Sol- don't worry. Sol- comes Big, go up, at least Big one up has uh, better connections. We'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Salt usually that he shows his face at the end, of the end of the year. He usually will, you know, show up one pod, end of the basketball season. He did a special guest. Don't get me wrong. I love host. Salt. Not just to clarify. Love Salt, but. I need him to behavior. take a look in the. I need him to take a look in the mirror, a long look, and figure out what are we doing this for. What do I gain from this? Bigger Likes. questions. 
bigger question. I mean, are we doing it just for the likes? Tough to say. Tough to say. Moving on. All right, so uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Gary. I'm not hijacking your no, podcast. No. What do you got I here? I mean, I think we still need to just do a quick wrap on the football season. It's I just want to give us, like, final rankings. We did one for the special teams. Let's just wrap it up with offense and defense. It's hard because I feel like, especially with the defense, it was like a, like we talked about Slade and Henderson being out early. It's C+. Hard, it's hard to give them a, a grade because I feel like they did play significantly better at the C end of the plus, season. because they went from an F to a C+. Plus, so that's a pretty good – that's a pretty good rise. I, I would actually 100% agree with that yeah. rating. C plus. Tim? I want to say, so I think that's, I think the C plus, uh, you know what? I, I'm actually changing. I'm changing my opinion live right now. I was going to even say B minus. And then I remember that we lost to a team that completed two passes. <laughs> actually, really glad you brought that to yeah. my attention. Might yeah. drop it down to a hard C. It could yeah. be a hard C. Yeah, but it's, it, you know, at that point, it, it's becoming a D plus. I regret to inform. Um <laughs> But, you know, that that being said, I think that we saw some things that we like going forward into next year, in particular with uh, with the defensive coordinator. And then, we, you know, we feel like we maybe have some talent, although I think that some of our main contributors are leaving, unfortunately. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, we got some transfers. Well, I want to know what happened to Tank Brown. I thought this guy was going to be a beast for us coming well, off the he edge. Was a, he was one of the suspended people, so. Well, I know, but, he, but before that. Before so that. So that, so yeah, that yeah, happened recently. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was a uh, big disappointment. We need to get some as dogs many in. of the players on the defense were this yeah. year. Yeah, need some more winmans. Yeah, That's what we need. Yeah, winmans. Also, ten winmans. Also, NFL player. We, we didn't even talk about him. I mean, what, what a revelation this guy. He uh, comes from UNLV, I think. Right. Yeah. He yep. transferred in yep. from. Played mostly stand-up linebacker. Put his hand in the dirt. Now he's coming off the edge like a maniac, getting four sacks a game. I mean, this guy needs Forcing to play. Fumbles. Yeah, he needs to play player. on Sundays. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to be. He can stand is up. He, back he can next drop year? back. No, or is he going to be gone? He he! It's time for him to get paid more yeah. for his play, right? Yeah, I, know the I, think, he, I talking, think he's but, earned it after his performance this year. Yeah, and the NFL doesn't care about that little scuff up. Okay, yeah, no, they don't. Yeah, I mean he was barely. I can't even believe that those players got charged. Like I'd really like to see the evidence. Can't in the prosecuting court. attorney is a U of M grad? No, I mean obviously <laughs> I understand that I understand the charges, but I'd actually like to see how those hold up in court. I'd be very surprised if those stick. I've moved on. We've moved past. Yeah, it. we're not going to talk about it. We've talked about it enough. Uh, let's just lastly talk about the offense. I mean, I I honestly might. I know we get you change your grade from the defense to a D plus. I might give them like a hard C, maybe even a C minus. The offense. So what are you going with? I'm going to go with a hard C. I mean, the rushing attack was essentially non-existent for 70% of our games. Okay season. It was not there when it mattered, which is the most important Correct. thing. It wasn't whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, uh, sure we Thorne ran. was not good. He was not up to par. The only shining, the only bright spot, honestly, in the entire offense, and all I'm going to say is Keon Coleman. Like, really, to be quite honest He's with a you. Stud. I couldn't even say that Jaden Reed had a killer season no. either. I mean, I'm going to go with a D plus for the offense because I just don't think that they're they're willing. I can't even give them a C grade. Yeah, I guess you're right. Berger did still ended up with 4.6 yards. Berger was good. He was, he was good in certain situations, but like Tim said, nobody was there when we needed them to be. The offensive line was yeah, just atrocious. Uh, Peyton Thorne was not good this year. Really, Keon Coleman was a lone bright spot. He, he's the lone reason that I'm not going to give them lower than a D plus. Because, yeah, Coleman A plus. Yeah, I mean, I would give him as high of a ranking as I could. I mean, he was the best playmaker on the team, NFL player. Yeah, also plays on the basketball team. No big deal. We Athlete. Need, him. need him back out on the would, basketball would, team. Would like, would like to see him tonight. I'm not sure his availability. Yeah. Um, Did he travel with the team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you know. In regards to the offense, it's tough to say because. Um, 
because I, th- I think we realize now, and of course we, we don't want to talk about K9 too much. Thank you for your service, but um, but he uh, but h- how much he propped up the offense maybe because the whole defense last year was just keen on him the whole time, still couldn't stop him, no big deal. But um, big uh, big step back, pretty much in every category. I mean, I think we kind of saw that Peyton Thorne is trying to find his identity. Don't want to harp on the young man too much, but is is he going to be a safe quarterback, game manager? Is he going to be kind of a, a rogue wild card, making yeah. things happen? He he kind of couldn't decide this year. I was not impressed with the running back play either. I know that you know the yards per carry are okay, but you have to keep in mind in college a good running back is averaging about six and a half yards per carry. Okay, I know in the NFL the best of the best. Yeah, yeah I know the I know in the NFL like four or four and a half is kind of the benchmark. Um, I think that the wide receivers played okay. Um, I think we would have seen a lot of big years this year if we could have. Uh, and I'm not going to blame it all on Thorne. I know that he wasn't delivering them the ball too, but I was just really was not a fan of a lot of the route trees they were running because, you know, historically states are a team that pushes the ball down the field. Mm. But the thing is, when you're seeing that your quarterback's having accuracy and some decision-making issues, what you do is you change your scheming so that you're getting the getting easy throws, high completion percentage throws, and getting them the balls in space and let the, the, the wide receivers do the work. That's, that's what I think should have happened. I like that. Very Deeper good. Deeper dive right there. I like that yeah. a lot. So what was your grade overall? Oh, jeez. See, I mean, it was bad. Yeah, I mean, I was being harsh. Lower, I'm sticking yeah, with it. Though. I mean, what? Do you, yeah, I mean, bad year. See, got C-. shut out by Minnesota. Yeah, tough. That we was, got our ass kicked that game. That was yeah. one of the worst ass kickings I've seen. I've seen. Yeah, my yeah, it was God. awful. That yeah, was it was pathetic. I was at a wedding. I I think I put my whole. Uh, I think I put. Uh, it, it was a bankroll bet. I put on that game. Oh, okay. oh, oh Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> oh, and and, and, and I, I'm popping over Tim. in the in the bar next door. They got the TV on. <laughs> I'm googling the nearest bridges because I just lost <laughs> lost my points bet account. Thought, thoughts and prayers. I made it. Thoughts and prayers for the young man. Wow. Oh man. He's here. He's with us. Yeah, that's that's what's important. Well, I think that that's a good cap on the football season. I'm not sure how much more we can uh, delve into it. I'm sure there'll be some more discussion here as uh, recruiting uh, heats back up and the Dante Moore uh, saga continues. And call him a Spartan. Just call him a Spartan. I mean, crossing my fingers, boys. Crossing my fingers. Uh, so this is a uh, let's let's go ahead and transition to basketball. Oh, let's, thank God give a quick uh, breakdown of what happened at the PK-85. Um, start with that Alabama game. Got that one wrong. Yeah, I mean... Alabama's a good team. Yeah, um, I, they really impressed me, honestly. They uh, they got some size, man, and, and they can they shot the ball pretty well that game. No, they definitely shot the ball very well yeah. in that game. Their front court was better than ours, and that was the difference. I mean, Ty, Ty Walker, he's Ty now. Is he Ty now? He's Bill Walton. Is, I'm not 100 sure if he's tired or not. I like Ty. I like Ty. It feels good. So it, it's like him scoring the way that he is. I think that's Ty. So I think, I think he's that's Ty Walker. So I think he's Ty after like a big play. I don't think he's Ty all he's the time. He's Ty when he becomes the alpha in the game. Yeah, he wants it's to take like over, it, and he's Tyson when he was like when he's right. just like being the beta and not really doing much yeah. and not shooting. So, yeah. so when he's hitting a layup, he's Tyson Walker. When he's when he's doing a, he's a step back, step back three, three he's crossing that's guys Ty Walker over. from deep. That's Ty yeah, Walker. Like yeah, I like the. That's Ty. <laughs> yeah, Ty's the best player on the team. Yeah, I'm not afraid to say it. He I mean, it's tough to say because, yeah, right now he's right the best now player on the team. Right now he is. He has to be uh, looked at as such. But yeah, yeah the Alabama game that was a bit of a disappointment, huh? I mean, Brandon Miller came out and played and pretty much took the game over from for Alabama. But Alabama's a very good basketball team, so like it's not anything to hang your head about. No, and when you're no. that short-handed, like the Malik Hall news, 
we talked. What did we talk about? You talked about the line before the game, right? Mm-hmm. What would the line be? And you were like, "Well, what if Alabama's favored?" And I'd be like, "That's because one of our key players is probably injured." Yeah, it was pretty and funny. It turns out, missing a starter, Malik Hall injured, and Aikens might as well be a starter. Yeah, so that's a big yeah, that's a big movement right there. I mean, that's a, that's a huge difference. We're not going to make excuses, uh, but they were the better team that night. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. I thought we to. fought pretty hard. Uh, when Hogard is one of your leading scorers, that's usually not a great thing. Um, and he was our second leading scorer. I mean, he had to be uh, with 18 points, and Walker put up 21. Uh, was 0 for 3 from the th- from three point, which uh, you know we need him to be hitting our shot, hitting his shots. He's our best three point shooter. He was. He um, still was the one that was actually taking. No, for sure, and, he's, and hitting shots to keep us in the he's game. He's got to be the aggressor. Um, Quick, uh, White Knight I, wasn't exactly great that game either, guys. Let's, let's just be upfront. Like he was a mismatch athletically. Yeah. Uh, versus Alabama, shot wasn't falling. Did get to the line eight times though. Yeah. Like that out of him. Um, but overall, like it's tough to. Although Tim, I'd like to get your thoughts on a couple things because it's uh, you're fresh to the podcast with basketball here. Um, thoughts on AJ Hogard and his play so far this year. So it's been up and down, okay, which is I mean, look at this game alone. He had one assist and four turnovers, but continue. Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of similar to where he's been. I think that we need to keep in mind, although he was a starter all last year, we we are getting uh, a very good player out of A.J. Hogard, much higher than where he was as a recruit, okay? Mm -hmm. So uh, we definitely have to be happy about that. Um, some things we we maybe are not as happy about him going to the year as the primary ball handler. Kind of some suspect handles. Okay, thank you. Some bad yeah. turnovers and some turnovers that are just unforced. You know. Yeah. Um. Uh, additionally, you know he he's kind of made his uh, hay, if you will, by being a slasher to the basket, and then he seems like he he historically has been uh, a really good finisher and getting to the line. Um, and doing a decent job with the free throws. Seems like he's getting blocked a lot this year. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if yeah. there's a, maybe he's got some sort of lingering injury that never got reported. It seems like not as explosive. But that being said, uh, you know he, he's a key part of our team. So we are uh, we want more from him. But, Need more from him. But we're, we're still supporting the young man, of absolutely. course. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Always. No. Don't get me wrong. There's, I don't, no, there's no question I don't about that. Twist my words. I don't. I do not dislike AJ Hogard. I mm-hmm. just need more from him. We, yeah. we, and I know he's capable of delivering more, so that's why I'm saying I think, that. I think it's tough, like, especially because he's not known as a shooter, like for defenses just sit back on him. The problem and it makes is, it harder for him to be well, a good he's not point a shooter. guard. He shoots thirty six percent from the field and twenty seven percent from three. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, it makes his job more difficult. A la, like, let's talk about Cassius Winston, where, you know, he was an absolute threat from from deep, and he could blow by someone and make the pass. Also you know. didn't average four turnovers a game. Yeah. I mean, just cut down on the turnovers, and I'll probably be a lot happier, to yeah, be quite honest. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. And it's, the body language I see from him sometimes, it just is, it's interesting. That's all I can say. I'm not going to read too far into it, but it's just interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, one more thing, Clark and Gary on AJ Hogar, and this is something that I think that we are just gonna have to come to terms with. Yeah. Although we know that he's not, uh, he's not like a lights out three point shooter. If he's gonna be playing thirty minutes a game for us, and they're giving him the three, I don't care if it's early in the shot clock, he has to take that shot. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I agree. He's the point guard, and he's shown that he can hit it. Yeah, he can hit it. So I want him taking that. Yeah. yeah. I don't want anybody on I mean, our team that's capable two. of hitting a three-pointer passing up an open shot. Yeah. He went yeah. two for four from deep yeah, against Alabama. No, I Alabama. absolutely want him taking them. Pierre Brooks, though. Jeez, that guy can fill it up, huh? Yeah, he's yeah. maybe our best shooter. Uh, it's looking like, I mean, potentially. I liked what I saw out of him. Uh, you know, I think you had a – did you have a uh, question last week on the podcast, I believe? 
You wrote in? Did I? I, mm-hmm. I don't something, recall. Oh, Pierre Brooks. It was something like that. Yeah. We Did talked he? about Pierre Brooks. Yeah, I don't remember. But I don't know we wanted we, to see more Pierre Brooks. You and yeah. I at least have discussed yeah, this before. And might have been a personal these, combo. Might have been a personal combo. Can't you know? There's just too many combos going on. <laughs> Popular but, guy. Popular guy, thanks. Clark. Thank you. A lot of people um, talking to him in his ear. 30, 30 plus minutes a game. Yeah, I mean, he's a stud, right? 15 points in the last two games in this tournament. I mean, the kid can shoot. I mean, I think he averaged almost 40 points in high school, okay? This this guy knows how to put the ball he's in the basket. He's a bucket getter. And, yeah. and, and he looks a lot more athletic this year, too. It seems like he lost a little bit of weight, got, got more explosive. Yeah. I mean, he's getting a shot off. He's playing a good D. I'm looking... I'm looking forward to him playing big minutes for us this year and next year too. Yeah, and I like that he's not scared to shoot. Oh no, not like and even if he misses a couple, he'll he'll just keep firing. He's never seen a shot he doesn't like. I love that's it. for sure. We need a guy like that on our team. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I dare I say I'm the most confident when I see Pierre Brooks pulling up from deep about anyone on the I team. I agree. No, I would agree with you. Him or Ty. I know he hasn't necessarily. Him or Ty when Ty's dialed in. Yeah, yeah. Ty yeah. walk. I mean um, Joey Hauser. Yes and no. We'll see. Yeah, he had an up and down performance. Like to see more out of Sissoko. I mean, yeah, no, for us I to be successful. I definitely would like to see more. I, I feel like we've gone away from that high screen and roll that we were doing at yeah. the beginning of the season that was very successful. I just don't know if that's like, you know, based on the team that you're playing, you know, if it's going to work schematically. Based, yeah. yeah. Um, but it seemed to have worked versus some of the best front court competition in the country. So I'd like to see that tried again. Yep. I feel like we call the high screen and then like don't run it. It's like we it's like he goes up there, and then he kinda of like lollygags up there and they do like a, yeah. ha- a half screen and then nothing comes of it and then just wasting like four seconds. Yeah, and like so, yeah, and there you're right. And like there's times where he doesn't even like roll to the basket yeah. like he should. And it's just like he just throws a body up yeah. there. I would like to see a lot more of especially with kind of our down lineup. I mean, Tyson Walker's step back and, and his crossover is so explosive. I just want to see him. I don't think he needs the screen. I want to see him taking people off the dribble. When he has the step back, I want him taking it, going to the rack. I mean, I really want to see Easily Tyson Walker's handles. Uh, yeah. usage going way up. Has to. Easily the best handles on the team. I mean, was that the Villanova game that he crossed the one kid up and they called a carry on him when it wasn't? Yeah. And that, the kid fell over? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, incredible. Yeah. He literally made a guy fall over. Yeah, so. I saw that. Yeah. Best handles on the team. I agree with you. I do want to see the ball in his hands more. And, Certainly. And his usage absolutely has to go up. But I can't be upset with 2-1 in no, the tournament. No, no, no. I mean, that's it's disappointing you that we lost back. the first game and didn't get some uh, better competition. But, you know, wins over Oregon's pretty good. And Portland. And Oregon's made- decimated. Like, they're more injured than we are, which yeah. is shocking. Like, they are... They were running out of bodies at the end yeah. of that game. Like, and, and Portland may be a better team uh, than people think by the end of the year. I mean, they gave North Carolina Portland will probably around. be a tournament team. Yeah, yeah. could be. No, they, I mean, they play in a decent conference. Yeah. They're probably going to be in the tournament. Don't care. Our team's all top 50 guys for the most part. We should be running them out of the gym. Okay? Don't disagree with you, Tim. Well, I mean, don't disagree with you. I mean, don't we, disagree with we, you. We did run them out of the gym, and then uh, can we just talk about the we meltdown lost. at the end we, of that game? We definitely like, almost what lost. What the hell was probably, that? What? So what the hell was that at the end of that Portland game? I mean, we... You know what it was? We can't inbound. We, we don't know how to handle full court I, pressure. I don't get it. If I was a team, I would full court press us the entire game. Well, what concerns me is that I remember Hauser's first year here. He couldn't stop throwing the ball away on the inbound. Yes, why are we and, still having and, him inbound? Uh, well, well, well yeah. then, then he was fine all last year, and then now he's throwing the ball away again. I'm, I don't think we need to make any changes just yet, but come on, we got to get together. But we got a whole year to go, okay? Let's get Malik Hall healthy and have him inbound the basketball. Thank you. I mean, we were up nine points with a minute 24 left. Classic. Embarrassing. 
So another and, it was a one, and it was a one point win. Yeah, I mean, this is becoming a pattern here, and that's a little concerning from my point of view. To a certain extent, when a team's hitting forty footers, there's only so much you can do, though. No, okay. that's true. That's yeah, true. When the team's going full Middle well, Tennessee State on you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but still, like we said, those were complete. We gave them the ball at the end of the game. Yeah, I think two turnovers, yeah, right? Yeah, right at back the end, to back. on inbound plays. So. Yeah. That's inexcusable in my opinion, but over beyond inexcusable. Yeah. yeah, it needs to it needs to be corrected. But I'm happy with two and one, especially after losing to Alabama. Like I'm I'm fine with it. I mean, I think I'm fine with it. I think if we at the beginning of the season like said, here's what our wins and losses would be and through set the first seven games, five I think two? we'd be very happy I'd with be, the outcome. Yeah, and we're ranked. We're twentieth now, I think. Yeah. I mean Which we, is fair. we essentially beat so for the record, playing that PK tournament. I mean, pretty much home games for Oregon and Portland, okay? Yeah. I mean, they're in that That's area. That's true. We're, true. we're playing across the country. So I think that, you know, missing two of our key guys, we got to be pretty happy, at least beating Oregon. Portland, you know, not as happy about. I mean, we should win that game uh, by a million. But that being said, you know, we're, we're missing two of our top guys. So still happy with the dub. Happy. No. Can't be upset with dubs. Not never. Not going to be happy about winning games, but I just think there's a lot of room for improvement with this team, albeit we are down – Malik Hall, which is, I think, one of should be one of our centerpiece players for this year. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to have a huge effect yeah. here moving forward. We learned and, a lot from the tournament. There's a new, but, fa- there's probably a new favorite in the Big Ten. Yeah, and I regret to inform it's probably Purdue. Yeah, most likely. And uh, hate saying that kills me. The, Little there, part of me just died. <laughs> the one positive thing that could come of this, obviously, is going to get more players playing time. I mean, I don't know how much development we're going to get out of Carson Cooper, but. Probably just don't want to hear his name, to be honest. But um, 43, what was his name? Wittens. Wittens. He gave us good minutes. I hate seeing him on the court. Would prefer Keon Coleman out there. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, I actually kind of have an opposite take to you guys about uh, Carson Cooper. I, uh, I I don't think he's really put out that many bad minutes, frankly. I mean, you know, he, he has his limitations, but... You're probably right. But, but but when it comes down to it, we need a guy that's six foot eleven. okay? Yeah. We need to have a tall guy. We need a body. We need to get him playing minutes now. He had some dunks. He's I, gaining confidence. Yeah, I think he's doing... And, and really, we, we just need someone that can uh, at least... Uh, play some shred of defense on some of these big uh like top tier forwards yeah you're right so uh, i think we have to get used to cooper being limited at the position you're right playing yeah. a lot of big men I mean, and year. i am rooting for the young man to be clear no i'm not uh you know but tim's probably right thank you for being a voice of reason in regards to that gary usually does have to do that for me when i, uh, when <laughs> I spiral here when i spiral with a take but yeah he has looked a little bit better in recent games uh, and we have to be excited about Trey Holloman coming out of here. I think he, I think play, Trey Holloman's been playing some pretty good minutes too. Yeah, rocking the headband. Maybe, oh, you gotta love that the long sleeves and the headband. Maybe he's yeah. Trey. Maybe he's Cassius. I don't know. Mm. Tough to say. Can't figure it out. Yeah, he, he's like a hybrid. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I think he's gonna really develop and be a, a good player for us. Um, he seems like he already has like a lot of confidence and. This feels like seems like he's very comfortable in any situation he's put in. I mean, he's scoring, confident. Yeah. Sco- scoring in his first game on the aircraft carrier. I mean, he's he's done everything that he's been asked of so far. But it'll be interesting to see how his minutes uh, fluctuate as the season moves forward. Great football player too. I'm not sure if you guys saw yeah, those 24 yeah. seven. Yep. You know, had yeah. a couple offers, three star. Yeah, talk. Give him a call. You know, <laughs> probably can't make the team worse. Let's be honest. Yeah, could probably use it. Yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and get that dialed up. We got uh, Notre Dame tonight. Want to dive into that? Yeah, let's. I know do Tim's a little... been looking into Notre Dame. Y- yeah, Tim, have you already uh, done some digging? Do you have a little diving? scouting report? Yeah, you know, I, uh, I I I did a little research on the on the Notre Dame squad, and I think that we can pretty much say that they're dust. Uh, but the. <laughs> 
but I that, mean, they're five and one to start. Not a bad uh, start to their season. I, is it a strong five and one? They no, they lost to St. Bonaventure. Yeah. So oh, uh, their only decent win is Bowling Green. I Bowling believe Bowling Green's their best win out of those five wins. What so. I am worried about, they have this guy Nate uh, Lazins. I don't know how to pronounce the last name. Uh, Nate L. Is yeah, it an Nate L. L. Yeah. Nate L. It, it ends with a ski. Um, <laughs> but uh, but that being said, he is a fifth year senior, senior, averaging 18 points per game. So I am uh, I am worried a little bit about, and since he gets the line a little bit, so I think that could provide a little bit of a matchup problem with Sissoko. So Sissoko, we need to, in you know, I'm Sissoko played really good games the first couple of games. Starting to foul a little bit again. Yeah, okay. it really Sissoko, yeah. Sissoko, no more off-ball fouls, okay? I want every single personal foul you do, I want it to be a shooting foul. Yeah. You know, I don't want you grabbing people. I don't want you fighting for position and getting stupid fouls off the ball. Agreed. You know, because the main thing is we need him on the court as much as we can, okay? No, we do. Yeah, I need I need 30 minutes a game out of the out of the guy. That'd be nice. Probably not going to get 30, but give me 27, 28. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. We need we need big minutes out of Sissoko. So I think as long as uh, Nate uh, Lezanuski, we don't let him drop thirty on us, and uh, we keep him off the line and keep our bigs out of field out of uh, foul trouble. I mean, I don't see why we shouldn't win this game by ten to fifteen, even with uh, even with the injuries. Even with the injuries, it is interesting that I mean, I'm sure just due to injuries, but the line's only at uh, two and a half for Michigan State. It's which, a road game. Road, I understand that road game. We have injuries. Um, do you see the scores of their games? A lot, a lot of, of, sharp, of right sharp movement. Do you see on the Michigan scores State. of their games? Yeah. Oh yeah. They haven't played anybody. No. Yeah. And, and like these are all tight basketball games. Like, ex- yeah. I mean, did one point win over Lipscomb? Yeah. And, and on paper, you're like Notre Dame. Oh, this should be a good game. And then yeah. you look at who they've played, and you're like, this team is dust. Um, and State should, you know, win by ten. Even with, a, I, I think that if we had. Uh, our two guys, Malik Hall and Aikens. Been 20 plus. Yeah, I, I think the line would probably be closer to nine and a half or something like that. Yeah, I, I would agree. agree with that. Yeah, I. Uh, but just use your mismatches, mismatches to your advantage. I need Tyson Walker to beat Ty Walker tonight. I need AJ Hogard to take the ball to the hole and be the big bodyguard that he is. Distribute the basketball, no stupid turnovers. Distribute to the White Knight for three. I want Tyson Walker shooting 15, 20 times a game. I do too. Okay. He I want has him to, I want him yeah, to be the high volume be the shooter. Go-to guy. He has to shoot that many times a game. I yep. really do. And, and um, I think he's comfortable yeah. doing that now. And I'm, I want Pierre Brooks taking 10 shots a game too, yep. to be quite honest. Yeah. And I want, you know who I want shooting a little bit less? I want Hogard shooting a little bit less. I'm seeing 14 attempts. You know, we can keep him. Let's keep it around seven, yeah. maybe eight max. Six to 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and go ahead and get to the line. Um, but he's like, shooting like 80 or 90 percent from the free throw line. Right. So get to the line. He's been ice from the free throw line. He's been mm-hmm. great. Yeah. That's you guys want, want you guys want to give some score predictions? Go around here. Sure. For tonight. I mean, most people will probably be listening tomorrow, but they That's can see them. they can Not my fault. They can see uh, <laughs> how accurate we are with our score predictions. I'll kick us off. I've already been uh, stewing here over uh, my my score prediction. I'm gonna go. I like where your head's at. I think. This line is uh, – I, I would definitely bet this. I will bet this tonight. I'll, I'll take Michigan State minus two and a half. calling this a lock? I'm going to call it a lock right now. I'm very confident in this matchup. Wow. Um, Gary's telling you to bet your hard-earned money on this game. I, I'm going to go with a 77 to 66 victory. I think uh, we're going to be able to shut them down somehow. I don't know how, but uh, I think we're going to do. I think Hogard's going to take care of the ball a little bit better. I think Tyson Walker's going to hit some big shots in this game. Uh, I see us cruising 
uh, to a nice 11-point victory for the boys. Closing out a game, huh? The first time we've done it this year. And, and, yeah, yeah, and it is. You're talking about growth right now. Yeah, that's what I'm okay. expecting. I'm, I'm expecting loving, uh, loving the optimism. Uh, you know, we played, what, three games in four days in, in that tournament. I think that this team, I think, probably grew from that, especially playing so. without, uh, you know, Malik Hall and, and Jaden. And I think we'll be a better team for it. And I think uh, Notre Dame really, as we said, hasn't really played any one of, of Michigan State's caliber yet this season. I think uh, the boys get it done handily. Here's what worries me a little bit is just the way that we don't close out games. and it We is also a, don't score sometimes. Yes, too. we go on like eight-minute runs where we just don't hit field goals, and it is a game on the road. Um, I'm not saying Notre Dame is the hardest environment to play in, but it's a smaller arena, right? So it can get really loud in there. Um, I wonder if Pat Sticks will be there. Shout out to Pat Sticks. I already asked him Resident last of night. South Bend, Indiana. He, are, are we going to get a, a score, an exact score, Clark? Yeah. Let's see what we got. Let me get to it. Oh, sorry. Take it easy. This is all part of his this score prediction. Oh, I see. So this is my you, work, you work up to it I like first. I work up to it. All right. Okay. With that being said, I'm going to go uh, 76 to uh, 62. Ooh, very close to Gary's, but not quite. <laughs> okay. So pretty convincing win. So I Probably pre- not going to happen, but 76, 62. That's what I'm going with. So are you saying it's a lock as well then? Minus no, two I'm and a half. Saying, I'm not telling you to bet them, but I'm just telling you that we're probably going to win by 14 points. You tell, you take with that. You take that how you will. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate Clark and Gary for their input on their own podcast, but uh, what I'm here to tell you right now is this will be the score of the game. Okay. okay. Oh wow. Go, go ahead. Bet, and bet, so go ahead and bet exact go, score. I would bet exact score on this. Okay. <laughs> um, only if you want riches, that is, of course. But uh, we're going to go ahead and take it 72 to 68. And do you know how it's going to happen? Okay, it's going to happen with us being up 15, probably the last 10 minutes, and then yes. messing around at the end, yes. and then we're going to we're going to hit some free throws. We will only at one point with within two minutes, we'll only be up three points. Okay, wow, that's going to happen, and then we're eventually going to win by five. But that being said, we will be covering, and I will be betting the game. There it is. There it is. Okay, I actually so like not, your prediction a lot more than mine. Yeah, it's, it's probably, probably going to be a lot realistic. more accurate. Yeah. So bet exact score. I will be betting the exact score. <laughs> <laughs> so we got both. We all see like a you know seventy sixty type game. Not nowhere in the eighties. No, unfortunately not because we like to go on these droughts where we just don't score the basketball. So yep. Yeah. Plus, I mean, I mean, we're not gonna get any point out of Wittens. No points out of Wittens. No points out of uh, Jackson Kohler. No points out of Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about Kohler real quick? Tim would love to. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I mean, what's your uh, what's your take on him, or what's your feeling on him thus far uh, in the season? Yeah, I mean, so we're gonna talk about the good things first, okay? I like that. So the good things being, I'm loving this move where he where he puts his back to the basket and then he does kind of the uh, kind of the turnaround. Sometimes it's a half hook shot, sometimes just a fadeaway. Yeah. And it seems like he's got a pretty good touch around the basket. And he's he's definitely seems relatively comfortable with the ball in his hands, but what worries me is that he doesn't and I think these things will come. I think this guy uh, seems like he's a talented and he hasn't hit any of his threes yet either. And I think he will start hitting shots. Has he attempted a three? He's attempted a couple. Okay. He went uh I, I don't think he shot any against I'm looking at Alabama right now. But uh, he doesn't have the awareness of when the double is coming, so yes. he's losing a lot of turnovers on that. He, he doesn't. He, he's not particularly athletic. Okay, so he's not going to jump anyone. And uh, I'd be shocked if he was six foot nine. He looks like more six foot eight to me. Um, I agree. So I think that we're. I think that you know his role, and I think that this. I think that this is a player that could be, especially in the college game, a, a plus player, especially offensively. But I think he's going to have to end up being that that stretch for. 
and even sometimes a big three in lineups down the line. I don't really see him being a good forward. Yeah, need him to kind of – he's going to shed some of the baby fat, right? Yeah. Um, I'd like to see him turn into like an A.J. Granger did like yeah, on, the, uh, pull, on the Natty he team. He definitely needs a uh, a full year in the weight room for sure. No, no. I mean, he looks like a child. Yeah. Um, I mean, his face does we were, naturally. I mean, we but... were told by sources, not naming names, that he was a true center. I regret to inform that, that Billy thought this kid was seven feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> Not kidding. Like he tried to tell Tim and I that this kid was like six eleven. Wow. And, and for the record, I think that when uh, when he when he got on campus, that's why Cooper got the redshirt taken off because Cooper wasn't supposed to play this year. No, that, yeah. they were there was he was pretty They're much a go to like, redshirt. You're not even tall. And, and, yeah. and, 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 and I never <laughs> oh, you're not shorter than you're not you thought. Than I thought. <laughs> and I never remember is a redshirting anyone. No. no, no yeah. Dude, and yeah. then that was <laughs> that's a really good, and especially with short four scholarships. Right. <laughs> and a big man doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah. But yeah. They must have seen something, and uh, oh, Carson, yeah. you're gonna play. Yeah, get ready. Start start, start doing some uh, some some calisthenics, okay? Because you're gonna be doing some minutes, all right? Yeah, I think I think get your ass think, in gear. Well, that's one thing I I gotta give Cooper credit for. You know, he's much better in transition than he gets yeah. back on defense. Kohler's definitely a liability in that he, regard. Yeah. He, he, he can run. I mean, he can. Yeah, he he doesn't look like. Uh, I'm not sure if you've maybe you've seen a, a certain other person in the state of Michigan who's also. Around seven feet tall, run looks like his arms and legs aren't connected. Um, Hunter Dickinson. I, I know who you're referring um, to. But, uh, but, uh, but Cooper looks pretty good. He looks like he's a pretty fluid athlete. So you and gotta, I, gotta I, give him and I agree. I do think uh, Jackson Kohler will turn out to be a good player. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's he's take time. Like he's I not going yeah. to be a year one prodigy. He's not contributing this year. No, like we no. Thought no. don't expect it. No, yeah. not as Billy expected it. At least we were promised things that uh, we knew. We knew it was full school. Yeah. We, we knew that. Promises given, promises not delivered. There's also an individual that has promised that AJ Hogard will win a Big Ten Player of the Year during wow. his tenure at MSU, which is wow. quite just, I got to be honest, one of the worst takes I've ever heard in my entire life. So we'll go ahead and end it there. <laughs> uh, shout out, Billy. Thank you. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's our wrap up for. Uh, PK85 and the basketball team and looking ahead to Notre Dame. Do we have Do another we, game on the weekend? Um, Probably. Maybe. We have... Probably not one we need to discuss. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it gets... Oh, is it a... Oh, yeah, do we play a, yeah, we have a Big Ten game. That's uh, next, uh, Sunday. Northwestern. Chalk it up as a dub. Yeah, I mean, Northwestern, do we really need no, it at no, home? No, I don't need to. No, I expect to win. Bet it and forget it. Doesn't matter the line. Bet it and forget it. Don't cover. care. Yeah. And it's at home. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think I yeah. think that's gonna be a a nice little easy win. I mean, they lost a pit by twenty points. Pit sucks. Or thirty points. So, excuse me. There it is. Yikes. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers to Northwestern. Thank you for making the trip. They also lost to Auburn forty three to forty two before that. Also, yikes. Is that a football game? Um, not for state. We don't score that many. We do. No, true. We do have uh, one more thing to discuss before we go. Okay. Um, I think Tim knows what we're going to be referencing here. A little game management situation that was brought up as the a two fouls. Yeah, the, let's talk about that. I, I, I got to give him credit. Him, him and I have discussed this. Since. Okay. Oh, so it's already been discussed pre-pod. Okay. No, no, no. This was a couple days ago. Okay. So he has. I think he's retracted his statement. I, okay. I, I want to give him. I'm going to give him a chance to rebuttal. And well, well, Clark or, or Gary, perhaps uh, you can go ahead and and for the listeners, just go ahead and do a recap of what the initial take was. Clark, you want to provide it since you're here? Okay, all right, I'll provide it. It was the Villanova game, the okay. very end. So, so we had just blown about a 150 point lead. Okay, <laughs> um, roughly. I'm about to lose my ass. All right, gambling also. <laughs> so tensions were high at this point. Yes, yes, okay. definitely. Tensions were high at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, 
we are up two points. Okay, there's about six and a half seconds to go. All right, they have the ball with the opportunity of the last shot, and they were ripping threes, by the way. And I said we should just foul, uh, do a common foul, send them to the line. I think it was still a front end of a one-on-one. I'm not sure if they were in the it was double not. bonus. It was a yet. double bonus. Regardless, double bonus. I was okay at that time with tying the game and taking the last shot ourselves and going to overtime. We were a superior team. Keep in mind, this was a team that still had Malik Hall and Jaden Akins. Almost a different team than what we're seeing right now. That being said, um, I've since retracted the take. Okay. <laughs> Thank it's, God. It's been an official retraction. I'm not saying I'm 100% wrong. Okay. So he's not fully retracted. Right. That's, not, that's not an official. Is that, how is it an official retraction yeah, when you're saying if you're that not, partial? <laughs> I want to know what part of you thinks partially that's correct. I think that there's no way we don't win that game in overtime, and I like the thought of us, of us having. When we, you just said we blew a 150-point lead, they have all the momentum going into overtime. Yeah, but we're still game. a way better team. And, and as you guys know, you guys, two people that I'm honored to be with on the pod that watch ball, overtime is a reset of the momentum. Okay, it always is and always will be. No matter, no matter what the momentum is, when you get that five minutes on the clock, stop. The, it's always a reset. The game slows That's down for takes. a little bit. So, so it was. Let's just get this straight. It was a retraction. Yet here you are, still defending <laughs> your point. So, just want to make that. Clear. I think he's maybe offering a previous version of Tim's. <laughs> we're gonna, take go, on we're it. gonna go ahead and do the retraction because hey, sometimes <laughs> hey, it, you gotta win the game. You gotta play defense, right? That's what our defense. team is known yeah. for. So, like, I'd rather rely on our defense getting the job done. They did almost hit the shot, but they didn't. We won the game. Yeah. The it's take has matters. been retracted, and this, the Spartans ended with a dub. That's all that matters, yeah. and I appreciate that. Yeah, I like that. Thank you for your service. I think that's a good way to wrap up the show for this week. Thank you so much to Tim for Happy coming to on to the show. So many uh, important takes. I agree. And uh, great. added yeah. input. That was uh, it. Was a great episode. Really appreciate it. Not scared it. to show his face on the podcast uh, in studio, unlike uh, other people that have been invited. Yeah. They've been named on this podcast. Sure Not, don't would, need to say their sure name again. It would be nice to see Billy around these parts once again. Yeah, it'd be weird. I mean, know, at this we point. did have a, a betting uh, competition that was ongoing for football season, then just abruptly ended, and when, then we got ghosted. So, yeah, yeah. Not not a good look for Billy. I mean, might be uh might be an interesting situation. Maybe people here. should just ask him what he's doing on Twitter at wide receiver swag daddy. Wide receiver wr <laughs> wr swag daddy. That's his Twitter handle. Have a chat with him. Thanks. Also, would like to have Salt on the the show again to do some defense of uh, his Twitter. Persona. Yeah, thin ice. I don't know if he's going to be welcome on the podcast. We'll uh, see. We'll see. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week. We will be back yeah. next week, probably. Do a uh, quick uh, recap of maybe Northwestern, preview Penn State, and maybe take a little... Uh, maybe there'll be some football news or something. Yeah, maybe Not Dante. accepting a little bit, not getting invited. Deservedly so. Because, yeah, our schedule's pretty... Then after Penn State, we play Brown, Oakland, Buffalo. Ugh. So might might you might see some little uh, a little holiday hiatus. hiatus. Holiday yeah, hiatus. It's typical. Fine. Everybody gets it. RCR typically does that. Um, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Follow, like, subscribe. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all of your favorite podcast applications. Send us your comments. We'll always read them on the show. Tell your friends. Tell your family. And as always, go green, go white.